You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. If you are listening to the podcast of this, it is located at RudolfSteiner.Podbean.com. Please consider becoming a patron. As well, there are two publishing houses, SteinerBooks.org in America and RudolfSteinerPress.com in England, who are the sole publishers of Steiner into English and have given me permission to do these recordings. Please consider patronizing them as well. You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. This is a reading of a collection of lectures by Rudolf Steiner, entitled Spiritualism, Madame Blavatsky, and Theosophy. This is Lecture 6, entitled Remembering Madame Blavatsky, given on, in Munich on May 8, 1907. A day like White Lotus Day, a day of remembrance, means much to those of us in the Theosophical movement who feel we belong to a spiritual movement. It means something quite different from a day of remembrance for others, for departed human beings who were firmly anchored in our materialistic culture. Such a day is also a day of gathering together. What would Theosophy's teachings be if they did not enter into every fiber of our hearts and enrich our innermost life of feeling? If a soul has been separated from its physical body, That means for us only that a person's inner being has entered into a different relationship to us. It is just such a relationship to the founder of the Theosophical movement that we would especially like to enliven today. We want to be filled with a feeling for our connection with the founder of our movement. We want to become fully conscious that thoughts and feelings are invisible powers in our souls, that they are facts that feelings are living forces. This means that if we unite our thoughts with all that the name Helena Petrovna Blavatsky contains, if we unite ourselves with the spirit who left her earthly sheaths behind on May 8, 1891, then our feelings and thoughts are real forces and create a real spiritual bridge to another form of existence. Across this bridge, Another world then finds access to our souls. For those who can see clairvoyantly, such thoughts and feelings are living rays of spiritual light that shoot forth from human beings and are then united in a point that meets with the spiritual being in question. Such a festive moment is a reality. When our soul, dwelling in our body, wants to work on the physical plane, then it must form a body for itself. It must build and form matter and forces in such a way that it can express itself through them. If the matter and forces did not fit together, then this soul could no longer live its life on the physical plane. It is the same for spiritual beings on the higher planes as it is here on the physical plane. If we want to understand Helena Petrovna Blavatsky correctly, We must realize that all of her efforts are now bound up with the proper progress of the Theosophical movement. It has been so since her soul freed itself from her physical body. Even now she is working as a living being within the Theosophical society. If she is to be able to work, then matter and forces must be at her disposal. And where better could they be found? than in the souls of those who understand her being within the theosophical movement. 
as our souls take hold of matter and forces on the physical plane, so also does such a being take hold of the matter and forces in human souls in order to work through them. If those people who are members of the Theosophical Movement were unwilling to place themselves at the disposal of this being, then she could not find expression on the physical plane. We ourselves must create a place in our souls for reverence, love and devotion, thus creating the forces through which Helena Petrovna Blavatsky can work, just as our souls work through our bodies of flesh. We must become aware that we are truly creating something when in this moment we are loving and receptive. All the love and devotion that today stream up to the soul of Helena Petrovna Blavatsky are powerful forces that are called upon to connect with her. We must understand correctly what Madame Blavatsky means in our cultural life. The 19th century will one day be described as the materialistic century in human history. People of the 20th century cannot really imagine how deeply the 19th century was entangled in materialism. Only later, when human beings have become spiritual again, will that be possible. In the 19th century, materialism permeated everything, even religious life. Anyone who can look upon human evolution from higher planes knows that the 1840s were an extremely low point in spiritual life. Science, philosophy and religion were in the grip of materialism, so much so that the leaders of humanity felt it necessary to gradually allow a stream of spiritual life to flow into humanity. It is significant that in the spiritual life of the West as a whole, no one as suitable as Helena Petrovna Blavatsky was found to return the stream of spiritual life into the world, the stream that would refresh humankind and begin to pull it out of materialism. In the light of this one fact, the impact of all the attacks against her swirling around in the world today fade away. For among many other things, the Theosophical Society must teach us the feeling of positivity. We must acquire an attitude that seeks, above all, to see what speaks of greatness in a human being. Then in comparison to this greatness, all the little faults that incite criticism must fade away. As with other great personalities, Many things that were seen by her contemporaries with critical eyes have disappeared, but the great things she has accomplished will remain. Let us learn to regard the mistakes of human beings as their own affair and the accomplishments of human beings as something that concerns all of humankind. People's errors belong to their karma. Their deeds concern humanity. Let us learn not to be troubled by people's mistakes they themselves must atone for them. Let us rather be thankful for their accomplishments, for the entire evolution of humanity lives from them. This is the first year that we celebrate White Lotus Day, a day of remembrance for souls who have struggled free from the body and lift their experiences in another form up into the heights like a lotus flower. Without Henry Steele Alcott, Helena Petrovna Blavatsky's associate, 
He, too, has now left the physical plane. Colonel Alcott stood with us as the great organizer, as the form-giving power. To him, too, then, we direct grateful, revering, and love-filled thoughts. These will flow into the spiritual world, and we ourselves will thereby be strengthened. We should continue the celebration on the other days of the year, as we send out our thoughts as rays of light, as we apply the strength we have received to the work that we call the Theosophical Movement. We will work in their spirit only if we are devoted to the spiritual life in an entirely non-dogmatic, non-sectarian way. Elena Petrovna Blavatsky did not ask for blind faith. What can be asked of her followers is that they let themselves be stimulated by her spirituality. There is a spring of spiritual power in what Helena Petrovna Blavatsky left to the physical plane, a spring that will be a blessing to us if we allow it to influence us in a living way. Letters on the page can stimulate us, but it is the spirit within that must become alive. One thing can be said of the writings of Helena Petrovna Blavatsky. Only one who does not understand them can underestimate them. Anyone who finds the key to what is great in these works will come to admire her more and more. That is what is significant about her works. The more one penetrates them, the more one admires them. It is not the case that there are no mistakes to be found in them. But those who really take hold of life know, if they always strive to penetrate these works, that what is expressed therein could only have come from the great spiritual beings who are now guiding world evolution. This is how we must read title Isis Unveiled, a book containing truths that though sometimes caricatured like a beautiful face seen in a distorting mirror, are truly great. A critical spirit might perhaps think that these truths would have been better not to be distorted. But there is another way to view the matter. We place our own weak spiritual forces at the disposal of spiritual powers that wish to reveal themselves. We know that our own weak forces can produce only a distorted picture. But we know too that there is no one else who could do it any more accurately. Those who act in this way by their devotion, make a great sacrifice for the world. All renderings of the great truths are distortions. To wait until the whole truth could be manifested would be to wait a long time. Those people are selfless, who devote themselves to the spiritual world and say, quote, It doesn't matter if people tear me apart. I must present the truth as I can. Close quote. This sacrifice is much greater than a moral sacrifice. This is the noble sacrifice of the intellect, an expression so often misused by a wrong-headed conception of religion. It means yielding up the intellect for the in-streaming of spiritual truth. If we are unwilling to offer up our intellect, then we cannot serve the truth. When we look toward Helena Petrovna Blavatsky with gratitude, we do so, above all, because she is a martyr in the sense just described, a martyr among the great martyrs for the truth. This is how we consider her when we gladly and willingly regard her as a model in the Theosophical Society. 
Therefore, when I speak about regions of the spirit inaccessible to her, it will not profane this day. I will speak about spiritual streams in the world that Helena Petrovna Blavatsky least understood on the physical plane. We serve her best by placing ourselves in the service of that to which she could find no access. She would much prefer to have followers rather than worshippers. Although much of what I say may sound opposed to her, nevertheless I know that we are acting according to her wishes. By taking this liberty we esteem her the most. Our transition now to the apocalypse is not something arcane. It is not forced. For if we wish to understand more deeply the world mission of Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, then we must imagine evolution as consisting of two streams. The year 1841 was the low point of humanity's spiritual life. The opponents of spiritual life had in 1841 the strongest point of attack in the evolution of of humankind. These opponents did the groundwork necessary to prepare for many of the things described in the Apocalypse as prophetic visions of the future. The powers who, in 1841, found their moment for attacking the evolution of humankind, prepared what is represented by the beast with the horns of the ram and the number 666, the beast with the seven heads, and so forth. These powers, the elemental beings that found suitable soil at that time, have taken possession of a large part of humanity and are exerting their influence from that position. Otherwise the adversarial powers that find expression in the two beasts would not reside in humanity, pulling it down. But against this downward pull, another movement is drawing us upward. This upward movement is preparing all those who entering into the stream of spiritual evolution are to be, in quotes, sealed. This stream found an instrument precisely in Helena Petrovna Blavatsky. We do not understand our time if we do not recognize the deep necessity for this spiritual stream. We are now in the fifth sub-race or culture of the fifth root race or root culture and are evolving toward the sixth and seventh. Then the sixth great root culture will arrive. This means that in the sixth epoch, human beings who desire it will understand who Christ is. This is to say that there will be human beings then who are Christ-filled, who have been sealed. In the ages of spirituality to come, the seals of human souls will be opened up, broken open, when it says that five wise virgins will have oil burning in their lamps and that the bridegroom will find illuminated souls, this means that a portion of humanity will have revealed to it the mystery that is still closed to humankind today. The book with the seven seals will be deciphered for a portion of humanity. The writer of the Apocalypse, John, seeks to point to this time through signs. He wants to proclaim this age prophetically. One sentence reads, quote, And a great sign appeared in heaven, close quote, Re- Revelations uh, 12.1. That means we are dealing with signs, representing the great phases of the evolution of humanity. We must then decipher these signs. We remember that our present fifth root race 
was preceded by the Atlantean race, which was destroyed by a flood. What, in turn, will destroy the fifth race? Our fifth race has as its special task the development of egoism. This egoism will at the same time create what causes the downfall of the fifth root race. A small part of humankind will live toward the sixth main race, but a larger part will not yet have found the light within. Because egotism is the fundamental power in the soul, the war of all against all will rage within this larger part of humanity. As the Lemurian race found its end through the power of fire and the Atlantean through water, so will the fifth race find its destruction in conflict between selfish egoistic powers in the war of all against all. This egotistic line of evolution will descend deeper and deeper. When it reaches the bottom, everyone will rage against everyone else. A small part of humankind will escape this, just as a small part escaped during the destruction of the Atlantean race. It is up to every individual to find a connection to spiritual life in order to be one of those to go over into the sixth root race. Mighty revolutions stand before humankind. These revolutions are described in the Apocalypse. By understanding such a work we allow ourselves to be stimulated by the spirit who spoke through Helena Petrovna Blavatsky. What the Theosophical Society seeks to achieve must strike us like a trumpet proclamation sent to humankind. The more we understand the Apocalypse, the more we understand the task of our movement. The end of Lecture 6